This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we are in your presence, that you are here in our midst. Lord, thank you for everything that you have in store for us today. All that you've been doing, all that you've accomplished already. Lord, all that you're going to do in our midst, Lord, even through the rest of the service, we pray that you'll speak to us, minister to us, Lord. Minister to us, Lord. Open our eyes. Illumine our wisdom. Brighten our thoughts. Remove the clutter. Cause us to be more efficient and effective in the way we live our lives. Let your word, word come to us, Lord, this morning. Wash us, cleanse us, purge us, correct us, chisel us and shape us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We've learned so much in the past months about joy. Say joy. joy. About grace. grace. Say grace. grace. About wisdom. Grace. Amen. And, uh, and about righteousness and so many other things that we've been uh, that we've been dealing with in this church, you know, the Beatitudes and all the, the entire spectrum. And we're going to continue our meditation on wisdom today. And the, the more we look into the word of God concerning wisdom, the more we realize that, like I've already made it clear to you, wisdom is expressed in the words that we speak. And that it is made manifest or revealed uh, in the decisions that we, we make in life. So, uh, and I, I want to remind you one more time, this is a, a deep topic, it's a deep topic, which requires a closer study, a deeper study, um, you know, set aside time to study, uh, you know, deep into it, yeah, uh, and this is, this is going to really change the way you live your lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, many Christians have found cribbing, you know, along their journey of faith, along their journey of life. Uh, when I say cribbing, what I mean is murmuring and complaining all the time. And, and it's very sad to see Christians in that mode, always complaining, always murmuring. And you know, the, 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 the tone of their voice is always um, gloomy. And I've realized that, by observation, I've realized that the easiest thing for a person uh, who is depressed easiest thing for a person to do when he's depressed is to speak negative. It's the easiest thing that a person can do. Because it's a, it's a natural instinct of man to speak in agreement to depression and gloom. Negativity thrives in the human language. Have you, have you noticed that? Negativity thrives in the human language. Now even, just okay now, uh, pay attention to what you listen, what you hear. Even normal conversations. Uh, the, the most used uh, jokes of the day are all colored in gray shades or negative shades, dark shades. You know, one of the unwritten Trade secrets 
followed by the the top media houses of this world and the news corporations of this world is negative news brings positive business how do i know it i've i've been part of a, a media house and i work close with media companies and one is this is one of the unwritten like you know it's it's stated but it is not written down it's stated it is an open secret so to say negative news brings positive business in fact the tragic tragic news reports with all the graphic details all the gory details equals more trp what is trp television rating points or more readership if it's a newspaper or more viewership if it's an online media so the 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 more graphic it is the more um heart wrenching it is it gets more attention i hope you already know that in fact uh, a huge chunk of the elderly population of this state opens starts their day by opening to the which page of the newspaper say it that's right so you know it i know it they know it they opened the obituary page they start their day by searching through the who will have died this morning the television serials playing the 437th episode on on a channel survives or keeps their audience with teary eyes and turmoiled minds do you know that you must see the tension on the face of some of them who are following these serials 30 minutes is the duration out of which 10 15 minutes is advertisements but in the remaining 10 15 minutes out of the remaining 10 15 minutes it's a lot of music you know the the emotional ah uh, melodramatic music that's right but how it can grip a person's attention for all the youngsters who are feeling safe right now because i'm talking only about newspapers and serials and you don't even watch television you don't uh, uh, read the newspaper also you're feeling so safe you know uh, i want you to know that uh, a research study conducted by the harvard business school came to the conclusion that on social media which is a, a the novel kind of media not television not radio not newspaper uh, on social media negativity spreads much faster than positivity the easiest bet to form a trending property on social media is to create a content themed on fear insult anger pain revenge hatred despair calamity lack accidents tragedy so the popular modern day adage in journalism is if it bleeds it will lead if it bleeds it leads 
the more blood there is the more tears there is the more heartbeat there is the more shock there is the more aghast there is it will become trending now it is in this context we must we must realize the gravity of the passages in god's word which instructs us to watch our tongue and to guard our mouth because we see we why is it important for us to realize this is how the world functions why is it important for us to realize this is how the world functions so that we will not end up being like the the world we are not called to be like the world we are but we are not unaware of it we are called to be separate to be distinct sanctifying our tongue to communicate the oracles of god is a high calling setting our tongue apart to communicate the utterances of god is a high calling we must know that we are called to declare what the excellencies the high praises that's right the excellencies of our that's right the excellencies of our, the, of the fountain of life amen. amen the excellencies of our god we've been chosen for that the lips of our, the righteous is fountain of life the lips of the wicked is violence that's what the scripture and proverbs say you know unless you stop yielding your tongue to to the to speak the world's to speak the world's language you cannot even begin to speak the language of god you have to stop yielding it's a willful submission it's a willful um resistance to speak the language of the world and a willful submission and yielding to speak the language of god you have to present your tongue as a slave of righteousness and we've been we've been hearing that for a while now you have to present the members of your body and i'm telling you you have to present your tongue first and foremost as a slave of righteousness a slave of righteousness is an act of faith an act of obedience say obedience it's a faith speaking right is an act of faith speaking right is an act of faith speaking right is an act of obedience like i want to ask you this question how is your tongue doing this morning can i see your tongues how is your tongue doing does it require repair this morning does your tongue need repair this morning does it need a cleansing touch this morning does it need the touch of the like the like we read in the in the bible the altar coal of heaven Amen. touch my lips yes. touch my lips with a burning coal from the altar that is burning before god you know all you got to do is present your tongue place it as a living sacrifice before god you got to place your tongue as a sacrifice before god 
I'm not, I'm not even trying to indicate it is easy. I'm not even trying to suggest it's a, it's a, it comes natural. It will not. But it's a sign of discipleship. It's a sign of being a true disciple. Being discipled by God's word that you press in your tongue to God to speak the content of God, the theme of God, that you make your tongue the pen of a ready writer to sing, to, to, to write poetry about your king. Your tongue must write poetry about your king all the time. James chapter 3 and verse 8. But no man can tame the tongue. What does it say? It is an unruly evil. Full of... Whew. No one can tame the tongue. No man can tame the tongue. Now this, is a, this verse is a reminder that we cannot do it on our own. It is not possible for the natural man to tame the tongue. You need the Holy Spirit to tame this unruly evil which is full of deadly poison. Only the Holy Spirit can help you to tame this tongue, this unruly evil, this rowdy in you, this villain in you, full of deadly poison. It's, it's a, actually, it's a comfort when you read that scripture, but no one can tame the tongue. No one can tame the tongue. Some of you are like, see, no one can tame the tongue. But I'm like, no one can tame the tongue. Only God can do it for us. What it, what it takes is not strong will or determination. No, I've tried it. I've tried it. I've tried my best to, uh, you know, I was determined that I will not speak anything bad or, you know, wrong or... But I've realized that the more determined I am, the more easier I failed, faster I failed. All it takes is submission to the Holy Spirit. So you have to stop saying, I've tried my best to control my tongue, but I just cannot. I've tried my best, but I cannot. I just cannot have control over what I say. Your best does not work, dear brother, dear sister. Your best will not work when it comes to controlling your tongue. Now from, listen, from Adam all the way to you, can put your name there, only one person has tamed the tongue. Completely, fully, his name is Jesus. So I, want, I have news for you, only Jesus can tame the tongue of a human being. But for that, you have to acknowledge the need. Now, some of us are like, you know, this is not for me. Today's message, brother, is all for you. Dear sister, listen to what pastor is saying. It's for you. But I want to tell you, it's for every single one of us. Jesus alone can tame our tongue. Because otherwise, our tongue is full of deadly poison. Unruly evil. 
Now I've been so terribly disturbed and heartbroken by the random words other Christians have spoken, only to realize that I'm no better than them. I'm sure that you, we, we can all, we can all share notes about this. So hurt by how could he say that? How did she say that? So terrible! How foul that is! How? Then I realize, okay. Hello. If left on my own, I'm no better than anybody else. So I resolved to ask the Holy Spirit to help me with this. And you got to experience this for yourself. This is so incredible. He will interfere with your speech real time. I'm saying real time. If you have experienced that, you can say amen. amen. He will interfere with your speech real time. Now, when you're saying you have an idea in your mind and you want to communicate that, it's like bubbling within you. And you, you opened your mouth also and suddenly you, you will end up irritating people by not releasing what's in your mind. Sometimes you will feel like you have something within you bubbling and you want to release it and you'll go like... You go voiceless. Only air is coming out. Some other times you, you, you would have said it also and you like screeching. You can hear the screeching of the brake. <laughs> and you want to reverse the car now. And go back and say, I'm sorry. No, that's not what I meant. Now, this is, you know, you, you have to realize, you have to experience this to realize what I'm talking about. There are times when the, the Holy Spirit has prevented me from saying anything about a matter until he has trained me completely to speak about that. And there are a lot of things I want to say. I'm like full of information, full of this and that. He said, no, 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 keep quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet. Okay, why? And then he'll, he'll open my eyes to understand something else. And then he'll say, now you speak. So now, you should come to a place where you don't care whether the other person is listening or not. As long as you're speaking the right thing, you can walk off from that place in perfect peace. I've said it. What God wanted me to say, I've released it. I go back and give thanks. Thank you, Lord, for enabling me to speak what is right. So no man can tame the tongue. Only the Holy Spirit can. Depend on Him. Depend on Him. Now last week I told you that it is um, wisdom to trust in the Lord and not to lean on your own. So concerning the, the, the words of your mouth, it is wisdom to depend on the, on the Lord, to trust in the Lord, than to rely on your smartness and your vocabulary and the richness of your words and your eloquence. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 4. We looked into this scripture a couple of weeks back, but I want to drive your attention to that one more time. Proverbs 15, 4. That's right. A wholesome tongue. Say wholesome tongue. A wholesome tongue is a, a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Hallelujah. Say wholesome. Say wholesome one more time. A wholesome tongue. You know what, means, what, it, what it means by wholesome? Wholesome. Okay, let's look at some other versions. If you have another version, you can give me. Huh? A healing tongue. 
Okay, that's good. A gentle tongue. Huh? A soothing tongue. That's right, a soothing tongue. A healthy tongue. Uncorrupted tongue. A soothing, gentle, uncorrupted, curative, able to cure, a curative tongue. That's the, that's, the, that's the literal meaning of that word. A curative tongue, a medicinal tongue. Ah. It's medicine. You have a pharmacy right inside your mouth. It's a, it's a remedy to all your problems. A remedial tongue, a curative tongue. A yielding tongue. Fruit bearing, yielding tongue. A sound tongue. It's a tree of life. Now what is a tree of life now? Tree of life. Where, where did you see the tree of life? In the garden of Eden. In Genesis, in the book of Genesis. In the garden of Eden. The two, two trees. One was the, the tree of life. The, the other one was the tree of the knowledge of good and bad. Good and evil. Okay, and when man fell, what did God do? God prevented man from eating of the tree of life. Why? The tree of life has the, has the ability to make man live forever. So God did not allow the, the fallen man to eat of the tree of life. You know that, right? So he prevented, he guarded it so that man will not eat of the tree of life. That you see in Genesis. Now, where else do you see the tree of life? In the book of Revelation, the first book and the last book contains some mention about the tree of life. What do you see in the book of Revelation concerning the tree of life? That's right. There are, there are, uh, there are different kinds of fruits. In each month, a different fruit it will bear. That's fantastic, right? In Jan, a fruit. In February, another fruit. In March, another fruit. Hallelujah. The leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. Ha. The leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. Right in the sandwich between the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation, we find the tree of life again in the book of Proverbs. Multiple times, multiple mentions. I believe it's a type of the tree of life. A type of the tree of life. Everything that the tree of life in can, is intended to do, this tree of life can do in your life. What is that? It can give you longevity. It can make you live forever. It can bring healing to you. It can satisfy you. Fruit bearing. Where is this? In your tongue, not in the Garden of Eden, not in the New Jerusalem. In your Hallelujah. Look, look at the adjective used before the tongue. A wholesome. Say wholesome. Say soothing. Say curative. Say medicinal. Say remedial. Say sound. Say uncorrupt. Say yielding. That's your tongue. That's your tongue. 
is a tree of life a wholesome tongue can heal and cure a sound tongue can restore and revive ah uh, it can bring forth fruit in the right time hallelujah where is the remedy to all your problems do this ah uh, do that the next time you face with the problems do this look in the mirror do that there's your remedy i'm telling you you have to realize that there is power in your tongue upon your tongue to solve the problems of your life it can bring healing to your body physical healing you know what now we have some symptoms you'll start talking about the symptoms so how bad it is it is becoming worse by the day it's becoming bigger by the day it's becoming uh, you know more painful by the day and you know it's like the other person uh, had and he died and it's like the other person had and uh, she was bedridden and i'm also you're talking about your problem and talking so much about your problem is a tree of life let life proceed from your tongue that's the problem that's the problem you would rather believe the medical store opposite your house than the tongue in your mouth maybe it's about the money that you spend the, the amount of money people spend on medicines these days do one thing next time you say something nice pay yourself some money you'll feel good you'll start believing what you say give your spouse also some money every time she says something nice something something that is of healing to you give her some money glory oh we'll be so rich we'll be blessing each other all the time that's a fantastic idea thank you so much the church must do that the next time there is some pleasant words in your family bless that person bless your husband bless your wife bless your son bless your daughter huh it is better than spending money in the medical store sorry i didn't hear you king proverbs 16 verse 24 it says pleasant words are a honeycomb say honeycomb pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bones <laughs> i like it i love it you know what it says i read it and i i went like this that means you do not have to depend on any form of artificial sweetness pleasant words are better and healthier is a better and healthier alternative to sugar you can't take it literal can you can't you pleasant words you see you you just receive this pleasant words is a healthier and sweeter alternative to sugar that's what this says pleasant words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul it's sweet to the soul you know all the wives can make a note of this the morning coffee that you make can taste sweeter to your husband if you can serve it with pleasant godly conversations ah i like it the morning coffee that you make anima has already taken down notes the morning coffee that you make or the morning tea that you make for kuchman chai will be sweeter 
richer without sugar if you can if you can place it before him with some pleasant godly word based conversation while you're eating food don't speak anything negative don't speak about this and that accident and this calamity and this that tragedy don't do that your food is sanctified with word and thanksgiving may your husband call you honeycomb may your husband call you honeycomb because of the words that you speak i bless you with all, bless all, all the wives in this house may your husband truly call you sweetie sweet that's right honeycomb you know why because of the words that you speak honey is representative of god's word it's your your precepts are sweeter than honey to my lips now for all those of you who are worried about weight gain and borderline blood sugar level the bible is presenting a sure remedy for your dilemma have pleasant conversations you can avoid all sugar that's right david do you, you see i'm giving you a solution for that you want to cut sugar get into conversations which are godly word based and tell mama mama tomorrow on let's let's have a bible study for breakfast because i am cutting sugar it works that's what the bible says i'm telling you this is literal you can try it out this is literal everything that you eat will become enjoyable if you can have it like pastor win was pointing out with thanksgiving with the word of god it's sanctified your food will become a, a healthy uh, nutritious consumption to your body Do not discuss the the news headlines when you're having breakfast. Do not discuss the world politics when you're having lunch. Discuss the word of God. Amen. Discuss the word of God. Encourage your children to ask you questions from God's word. If they ask anything else, shh, keep quiet. But have conversations. See it's it's good to have conversations over the meal which are directed to God. discuss what god is speaking to you weave conversations about the mighty works of god yes. it'll be sweet to the soul and healing to your bones the diet plan starting today your new diet plan godly conversations godly conversations every food will become tasty to you man shall not live by bread alone but by every word word must be part of your diet hallelujah proverbs 12 verse 18 may your words be better than sugar may your words be sweeter than sugar not sugar coated not sugar coated better than sugar not flattery the truth There is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword but the tongue of the wise brings healing and at one point of my life I used to take pride in the fact that I can speak like this this one who speaks rashly like the thrust of the sword when I speak I can hit the heart 
but the tongue of the wise brings healing now do not be the one who speaks rashly like the thrust of the sword know that your tongue is a dangerously sharp sword your tongue is a dangerously sharp sword it can cut it can it can make others bleed it can make others bleed it can open up a wound sometimes incurable in a home kids are not allowed to play with sharp objects i hope your home is like that i hope when I, if i come to your home i will not find swords and knives and and needles in the children's toy basket because it is common sense not to allow small children to play with sharp things if they ever have to use a scissors or a knife what what are we supposed to do we supervise their activity and we stand with them and we instruct them and we hold their hands is that right or wrong the use of your tongue must be like that you must do it under the supervision of the holy spirit because what you have inside your mouth is a very sharp sword dangerously sharp sword it can cut it can cause people to die it can burn it can scratch it can pierce without the supervision and the instruction and the guidelines and the real time guide, guidance of the holy spirit you are dealing with an extremely dangerous object that's why the bible bible is very clear about it is an unruly evil full of deadly poison it can kill unruly evil there's no limit to what it can do and don't see the, if there's anybody in this church who takes pride in how sharp your words are when it comes to blocking people and hitting people hard for all the wrong reasons now you have to snap out of that this is not a godly trait at all if your words are found to be sharp may it be sharp for the kingdom of god may it be about the gospel that you cut through every thought every discernment every every attitude let your words be sharp to cut across resistance to god's word but if you're taking pride in the fact that i i have very sharpness my my words are very sharp it can it can cause people to wobble i can bully anybody i mean i may be a person with a small frame but i can but i can bully anybody with my words i am not afraid of anybody because my words are sharper than any weapon that they possess and i'm telling you sometimes people behave like this even in the church and it is so so sad it's so disturbing no i've been like that and i had confidence in my tongue we also learned that the tongue is like medicine a little while earlier a few a scripture that we considered a tongue is like medicine and kids are not allowed to handle medicines right keep children away from medicine or keep the medicine away from children it's an instruction on the now if the child has to be administered some medication that's by the supervision and the wisdom of the parent likewise 
the medicine that is your 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 tongue it must always be administered by the holy spirit the words that proceed out of your mouth it is medicine it has to be administered the right dosage the right dosage the right time the right usage the right storage you must have the desire to speak like jesus you must have the desire to speak like jesus every child here listen to me listen to me all of you listen children listen to me you must pray every day lord i want to speak like jesus every day pray like this make this a prayer of your life lord i want to speak like you not just from the pulpit but even otherwise i want to speak like you you know he spoke a word and uh, and people in a distance in a far distance got healed that's the power of the word that he spoke he spoke the word here miles away person got healed hallelujah desire to speak like that doctors you don't have to administer you don't have to prescribe medication your tongue is a medicine the, the words and you're going to see that in your in your career how how when you say things can he it'll bring healing to people and they'll testify you're not like any other doctors we are not coming to you for medicine we're coming to hear the words of your mouth and make it a desire make it a prayer make it a prayer don't don't uh, belittle yourself for the laws of medical science but you elevate yourself be found in a place where you move in the supernatural amen governed by god's word do not wield the tongue any way you feel like now bring it in subjection to the will of the holy spirit may your tongue be continually trained by the holy spirit when you before you go enter a house i don't know how many of you do this we do this it's a practice that we do when we go visiting people now on the on the road in anisha will remind me let's pray what are we praying we are praying that our conversations will be filled with the grace of god it'll impart grace to the hearer it'll be it'll bring solutions to problems it'll bring healing it'll bring wisdom and we'll be able to speak the truth in love whether we are received or not and we pray that when we go visiting people and praying for people and say i encourage you to make that a practice when you go out meeting people pray before every meeting you pray it can be a business meeting it can be okay definitely when you're going to take classes you have to pray lord help me to speak right to my students you're going for a meeting you're you're meeting your friends after a while and i pray that you will speak the excellencies of god the high praises of your god when you speak people are captivated what kind of authority what kind of authority what kind of confidence the boldness the insight the wisdom the ability to solve enigmas and problems now every conversation that we have must be purposeful and subject to the will of god even if you say a joke it must be purposeful it must bring an effect in the life of that person that's a good desire to have now we all want to crack a joke and not easy to crack a joke i'm telling you but you must have the desire that even your joking will cause an effect which will awaken a person which will quicken a person 
Every conversation should be purposeful. And we must pray that whatever we speak will be a blessing to people. Before you go to school, you must pray. Okay? Leanne and Abigail and Prissy and all of you. Okay? You go to school or you're meeting your friends, you must pray. Lord, today I want to bless people. I want to bless people with what I say. You must do that. Come back and tell your parents, today I had this conversation and I said this. Was it right? You can ask your parents, was it right? What should I say? They're asking me this question. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you to speak. Bring them to Jesus. They should ask you, why are you like this? You're different. You should say, I love Jesus. Simple. Anybody can preach the gospel. Don't think that you have to grow up and... Um, and stand behind the pulpit to preach the gospel. You can preach the gospel where you are, right where you are. And my greatest regret is the fact that I couldn't preach the gospel when I was in school. Because I didn't know the Lord. Now I'm trying to go to schools and preach the gospel. Now you can start when you're in schools. In your school. Preach the gospel. Tell them about Jesus. Pray before, before you go out in the morning. Pray Lord, today I want to, I want to bring the word of God to somebody. Just lead me to the right person. Help me to have the right conversation. The effect it has in making friends. You must do it. Uh, you know, when we, <clears throat> we went to schools and we get to interact with um, the teachers, the student counselors and all. You know, some of them come and confide with us some of the problems that they face uh, with the students of today. And it's, you can ask the teachers here. It's beyond what you can imagine. So when you, if you're sending your, okay, all the parents, listen. If you're sending your child to school, send them as a missionary. Train them up as a missionary. Tell them you're going there, going to school, to tell them about Jesus. Otherwise, don't send them. Just don't send them. Well, I mean, why else do you want to waste the, the, the life of a child? Going to a place where they are bombarding them with all kinds of nonsense. It must be with the sole purpose to tell others about Jesus. To sow the seeds of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Either you are all listening and agreeing or you are all like, okay, what is this now? Are you agreeing with me? Yes, teachers, you must resign your jobs if you're not planning to preach the gospel. Take it from your pastor. You must resign your jobs if you're not planning to tell them about, tell your students about Jesus. Don't be afraid of anybody. You are sent there with the purpose to tell them about Jesus. It's your mission field. It's your mission field. Just like how missionaries say, we've been to Orissa and West Bengal and Chhattisgarh and, you know, Africa and all. We've been to Mar Basilia school. What are you doing there? We are missionary teachers. That's what you are. Missionary doctors. And missionary businessmen or whatever you are. If the adjective missionary or the, or the description Christian or missionary does not precede the title that you carry, your title is worthless. It's a worthless, it's just a burden. It'll be a burdensome title for you. It'll, it'll become a burden for you. 
whatever it is. It can be the most fancy title in the world, doctor, advocate, bureaucrat, teacher, scientist. If does, it does not, if that title is not preceded with the word missionary or Christian, that title will be a burden to you. If you, if you cannot, if you cannot come to terms with the fact that you are a Christian musician, music will become a burden to you. Because you are pursuing after emptiness, and what, what will happen for those who pursue after emptiness? They will become empty. So every pursuit in life must be smeared with the purpose of heaven. Every pursuit in life must be smeared with, must be colored, must be painted with the purpose of heaven. It's a pity. It's a pity otherwise. From today onwards, look at your tongue differently. You know, you stand before the mirror, you look, I know that you, you all look at the mirror. I know that by the looks of all of you. I am sure that you all look at the mirror. You spend considerable time in front of the mirror. I know that. You cannot hide that fact from me. I know it. Next time you do that, open your mouth and bring out your tongue. Just by way of reminder, that's a potential, a potent thing in your, in your mouth. It's the most important element of your body. It leads, it, it, it writes the chart, it charts the direction of your life. It writes the course of your life. It decides the direction that you're taking. Woo! It can destroy hours of makeup. All the cosmetics, you can remember all those brands right now. All will go in waste. Your tongue can put you to shame. Your tongue can put you to shame. If you're not grooming your tongue, if you're not grooming your tongue well, if you're not training up your tongue properly, doesn't matter how you look, doesn't matter what, matter what you're wearing, and what you smell like, none of those things matter. If your tongue is not in the right place, speaking the right things, ha ha ha. Pity. It's a pity. Speak right. Bring life. Speak healing. Now stop going to places which celebrate tragedies. Stop meeting people who only talk negative until and unless they decide to listen to you. See, see, listen, listen, listen. Okay, all of you listen. We have a feeling that as ministers of God, we are called to listen. Yes, we are called to listen. But there's a limit to your listening. You are called to speak. So don't try to be a good listener at the expense of becoming a good speaker. That's right. Are you getting this? So don't take pride. I'm a very good listener. I can listen to their, uh, all their tragedies, hours and hours. I can listen to them. What's the benefit? They just poured out all their garbage on you, vomited on you. You're going back with their vomit on you. Doesn't profit them, doesn't profit you. 
As a minister of God, you are not called to be a listener. Yes, you have to listen. But you have to draw a line. Okay, I've listened enough. Okay, I'll tell you something. From my experience, all the stories are similar. You can ask people who, are, who do counseling, who, who help people. You can ask them. Every story is similar. The, the, the foundation of every problem is what? Sin. The foundation of every problem is sin. So, you have the solution. Even before, it's like, you know, somebody wants to introduce a product. Okay? And you, you, they'll ask you, do you have, a, for example, they'll come to your home and say, uh, is your house leaking? Uh, do you have dampness on the wall? And you'll say, yes, yes, I have the product for that. So you don't wait for the person to say, yeah, since 2018 floods, my wall became damp and then it started to leak. No, you don't, you don't, the, the, the salesman doesn't want to know all that. The, statement, the salesman will come straight to the point. I want to sell a product which you are in need of. That's how you must approach God's word. The presenting of God's word. You don't have to spend hours listening to problems. You don't have to. You don't have to. It's a lie. It'll only make you depressed. You have to listen. Give ear. To the point that it's a comfort. But then it's time to speak. The tree of life. The fruits has to come forth. The leaves have to come forth. What they need is healing. Not listening. Not a place to dump the garbage. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Did you receive something today? Did you receive something today? What did you receive? Something. Did you receive something today? What did you receive? Huh? Speak life? Have life. Okay. What else? What else? Huh? Tree of life. It's in your mouth. What else? The Holy Spirit must be a supervisor of the use of your tongue. What else? Huh? Who said that? Ah, wisdom. Yes, what about wisdom? You must speak. It's wisdom to speak right. <laughs> Tongue is the pharmacy. That's right. So it's got remedies to your problems. We cannot, uh, absolutely. That's probably the most important thing today. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot. We cannot do it on our own. The help of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let's all stand and let's pray together. Father, thank you for ministering to us. Thank you for the word that was released over us, Lord. Thank you that you are you're doing a work in our lives. You're doing a work in us. You're training us, Lord, to speak like the learned. You're equipping us to be wise in the way we speak. You're changing our language. You're changing our language. You're placing a premium language upon our tongue. You're causing us to be people who will speak life, bring life and, and health and healing. 
to homes, to families, to individuals, to lands. Hallelujah. A soothing tongue, a wholesome tongue you have granted to us, Lord. A soothing tongue, a curative tongue. It's your gift to us. It's your gift to us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be good stewards of that gift that we may use it wisely. We may use it wisely. Lord, help us to have the desire to speak like Jesus. To speak like Jesus. And Lord, that we constantly press in our tongue as a slave unto righteousness. We will not depend on our smartness or our, on our determination to, to speak right, but we'll be dependent on you. We'll be dependent on you. Always. Always. Help us, we pray. Come at every single person, Lord, especially come at the little children, Lord. Lord, we want to hear testimonies of what you're accomplishing through them. Lord, we release them as missionaries into these schools. We release them as ministers of God in the schools, Lord. Doesn't matter how young they are. Doesn't matter how small they are. Lord, we just ask of you that you will use them, Lord. You can use them. We want, to, we want them to be used in these schools, in these campuses, Lord. Amongst their friends. The impact it can have. Not just on an individual friend, but it can have on families. Lord, we understand it. We ask of you, Father. That your word will run swiftly. It will run swiftly. Lord, send them out as messengers, Lord. We ask of you that you'll equip your children. You'll equip them, Father. To speak right. Now, even because your word says that even a child is known by his deeds. Even a child is known by his deeds. Lord, we ask of you that our children will be known for the good deeds, for the good words, for pleasant words. Thank you, Lord. May our speech be sweeter than anything that is artificial. May it be real, real sweet, like honeycomb. Bless the tongue. Place the coal of your altar upon our tongue. Let that coal be placed upon our tongue. Cleanse us, purge us. Holy Spirit, touch us. Revive our speech. May this be a, a, a lasting desire in us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilakoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.